richest people on earth, they still want peace. Okay. And time is so another true. thing that they try to buy. Okay, by making other people do the work while they take their time and do what they, they really want to do. Yes. So, these are the two very, very important things I think a single person should harness. That gift of time and that peace of mind. You don't have children bugging you. You don't have bills, some bills to pay that you are thinking of how to do it. You don't have um, extended families, the in-laws and the wahal and everything that comes with it. So why won't you now cultivate, you know, an atmosphere? Okay, that's where I'm actually getting at. How we we can enjoy, you know, this single Welcome to another edition of Sarah's Kindred, right here on Kingdom World Radio. Kingdom World Radio is your online gospel radio that helps you know Christ and live by his truth. If this is your first time on Sarah's Kindred, this is a program where women who fear the Lord speak with each other about the way to live appropriately as people serving the Lord. And also we teach each other what is good and right to do. My name is Ikechi Odu and I am so excited to welcome you on this edition. Now you can be a part of our conversation by connecting with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the KW Radio and you can send us an email at radio at pastor Angie. Stay right there. We'll be back shortly. Good to have you back again. This is still Sarah's Kindred on Kingdom World Radio. You can share your contributions on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the KW Radio. Now to our topic for the day... This is actually enjoying your single season as a Christian. I'm excited about this topic because I know lots and lots of singles will be blessed by what we're going to talk about today. And I'm more excited about our guest today. You know, when you have a friend on in the studio, it tells. She's one of the people I'm so that inspire me. Her name is Miss Grace Chukudi. This is not her first time. She needs no introduction, but I am still going to introduce her, especially for those who are here for the first time. The first introduction I'm going to say is, I'm so glad that we are not talking to a married woman. She is single, and she's one of the single people that really inspire me, and to know that this life can be enjoyed. Because when I just look at her life, I know that this topic is a testimony, and I thank God for her journey. She's a seasoned teacher with over 15 years of teaching experience. Sister Grace Chikudi, you're welcome to the studio again. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. Now to our conversation today. You know, I just know that a lot of people, uh, a lot of singles ask, can I really enjoy being single? What is there to enjoy in this single life? That's what we are about to find out right here on Sarah's Kindred. Singlehood, Sister Grace, is it a blessing or a disadvantage? Because though I'm married, I know that there were times as a sing when I was single, I felt totally blessed as a single. But I know there were seasons that were just I didn't feel like being single was an advantage at all. Please, I want to hear from you. Is being single a blessing or a disadvantage? Well, being single is a blessing when you're able to um, discover the purpose of God in the journey. Okay? It's a blessing if you discover the purpose 
But if you have you've not yet discovered it, ah, it almost looks like um, a disadvantage because there's a lot going on in the society that the society projects. There's a lot going on, and most times you look away and try to compare your life with what is happening around. Okay, before we start that, let's just explain what enjoy enjoying means. Okay. Okay. To enjoy means to take delight or pleasure or to benefit from something. Okay, that's a yes, beautiful to definition. Take pleasure mm. to benefit from something. And you won't really benefit from something if you've not really analyzed the situation very well. Okay, and again, let's just say, what are the things that make people not to actually enjoy being single? There, there's a lot yes. that makes them not to enjoy. The number one I already said is the pressure mm. from society, from family, from your peer group, mm. and the rest of them. There's a lot going on from work. Okay. Because, you know, financially, you may not be stable mm. to provide time, all yes. it takes. So, eventually, you may have to do extra mm. in order to maintain mm. the status quo. Mm. Okay. So, there's a lot of pressure there. Another thing that can make someone to uh, not to enjoy it mm. is when you've not really discovered from the word of God, you've not really discovered the promises of God. Or you don't have faith on them. Okay. Yeah, because if you've not rediscovered or you don't have faith, you still behave alike. Yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you, you behave alike because that's true. there's a lot of promises there in the scripture mm. for us to hold on to as Christians. Mm. Okay? He said he knows the thought he has for us. That's the thought powerful. of good. You know, to give us uh, a hope and the future. He said there's no good thing that he would withhold from us. Mm. He said he will find us a help when he was talking to um, Adam. Adam. Yes, he said he will find him a help made suitable. So there are a lot of promises of God that you can actually hold on to as a Christian. But, of course, as, uh, at that moment, as a single lady or a single man, because of all the pressure, you may not be able to have enough faith mm. to think that this thing, that God was really thinking straight when he said it, <laughs> that he really have, have the mind to you know, come through for you. Mm. So we tend to keep our eyes off. Another thing that could make singles not to enjoy the season is delay and probably disappointment. Yes, 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 yes. So true, so yes. true. Because this is real. The Bible said hope that it is deferred makes the heart, makes sick. The heart sick. So true. So if there are delays and disappointments over and over, you'll be oh. like, well, this thing, I'm not sure. So in the process of all these things going on, within you and pressure and um, you know the lack of faith and everything you tend not to maximize the moment wow yes you tend not to really enjoy what is going, going on. on wow so it takes God himself or you first of all coming to the place where you surrender Whatever it is that is going on, hmm. surrender it, give it up, and then decide to take up what God has. That's when the journey starts. Because the journey starts, you start having some experiences wow. with God. And those experiences will start building another level of hope in you. And faith. And faith, faith yes. in God. And faith. So you, you kind of become stronger and that's when you start enjoying the season actually. wow because by your own self and by your own um expect when all your expectations have been crushed, crushed <laughs> everything you've put together didn't work out mm. you find out that by the arms of the flesh no man can prevail. can prevail so you end up relaxing for good and mm. at that moment that is the way when you actually start seeing God's plan mm. and his intentions wow. and what he intended for you to get at that moment with those um, at that season that's when you start experiencing them and enjoying the moment.
Wow. Otherwise, uh, like, like they said, life, uh, uh, no, they said, um, yes, life is insatiable. Mm, yes. At every stage, mm. you, 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 when you were younger, you, you were looking up to when you would be a teenager, you became a teenager, you look up to when you become an adult, mm. you become an adult, it's insatiable. Yes. And then for those people that don't get, um, don't enjoy that moment, mm. they end up not enjoying the next stage. At all. There's something in the former season that makes you enjoy the, the next season. And you know, all the things you talked about, pressure and all that, we still experience it as married people. Everything you mentioned is still features in the married life. It's just that it features in another style. Oh. <laughs> it features in another way. So that's 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 just one. You know what you said is just so beautiful. And I hope before we go on our break that you can just tell us one or two experiences that God used to, you know, initiate this enjoyment journey. So what you have said now is that the the term enjoyment or enjoying life as a single as a single christian with emphasis on the word christian is that it's a journey it's not something that i just realize and start enjoying like you have to be schooled in it led into it your idols have to be cast down yes then you start you take put your hands in the hands of jesus and you start the journey of enjoyment i don't know whether you can share you know, in the beginnings of your training into this journey, you know, some of the experiences God brought into your life that, you know, brought you into this journey. As you think about that, I, I still want us to now go forward and still ask even more practically, how can we really enjoy practically? How can we enjoy this season of um of singleness as a Christian single. I want us to take the question this way. You are at, this, at your particular season on this journey. Okay, what are the different phases or shades of enjoyment that the Lord has led you into? You know, and that's the way I would like us to talk about as you think about some of the experiences you would like to share with us on the program today. Okay. So now, in this phase, what is enjoyment like as a Christian single? What Sister Grace, what should my life be looking like when I don't even know what to enjoy? I don't know. I'm get. I'm maybe I just got born again. I'm trying to get used to even enjoy sitting in the church service. I'm just trying to enjoy reading my Bible. What? How can I really enjoy this life as a single and as a Christian? Okay. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. From the let, let me start um, from the very initial one you mentioned. My experiences. Okay. Well, of course, when um, young girls are growing up, mm. there's this expectation. You know, you get to the point where your friends, it's, it looks like it's a season. Yes. For yes, getting married. Married. Yes. So yes. Yes. You do the ashebis, and then you know, enjoy with them, dine with them, and you know, and that period is when, of course, if some people are into relationships, they get disappointed. Yes. So, yes. of course, I had my own um, share, share, share. All right. You get to that point. You get. Then, an extension to that is now the delay that comes with it. Yes, yes, yes. When it looks like, okay, your season is out. Okay. Because that's what it looks like. It appears so. Yes. Mm. The season is out. They faced another generation of younger girls. Mm. Hey. All the friends that you could have gotten um, married to, they are all settled. Mm. And then there's a shift. There's a shift, yes. Yes. So, of course, even if you don't want to see it, family will drum it into your yeah. ear. <laughs> society. Friends, the society, Church. the pressure. And unfortunately, it looks like there's no, um, how do I put it? It looks like there's no allowance for that stage of life. In the, in the I don't know how to put it now. It, it no, looks like it there's looks no like, space or no anyone space. for you. Yes. Like yes. At that stage, 
the society assumed that you should be in your husband's house. Mm. Okay. In fact, some um, applications you even want to do online. Mm. It could be a free training, mm. but there's no allowance for that age mm. bracket. Like you are supposed to be settled out. Settled. Uh, yes. So this so, is nothing here is for you. Yes. So the society. So you find yourself pressured mm. already. With you have to provide if you say you want to, you know stay celibate mm. then you have to stay by yourself mm. fend for yourself provide for yourself family themselves for you not to add your own pressure on them mm. or make them keep talking about the situation mm. you kind of move away move uh. your uh, move away yes take care of yourself mm. so that you don't keep um, aggravating their <laughs> barad, be barad by the <laughs> talks at you home know, you know so even though i'm blessed i have parents who didn't really pressure me mm. but i understood yes yes of course yes. i understand my age so mm. mine was that early stage and extension to it is the delay mm. that came mm. so when the delay became very obvious mm. that there's a delay here mm. so the only thing you can do now you've tried so many things mm. they've told you is because you don't go out mm. they've told you it's because of this because of that because of that at the point i told god look i cannot help myself wow i can't do it if you don't do it yes so there's no extra thing i can add to myself mm. to make myself attract mm. If you, because you have made your promises, mm. you said no good thing will you withhold. Mm. Times and seasons are in your hand. Okay? And you make everything beautiful in your, in your time. So, I decided, I said, well, it's time to really give up on all your effort. You know, it's time to just relax for God so that he will do his thing. Just relax. And watch him do it. Mm. You know, at that moment of relaxation, I almost forgot the fact that I was unmarried again. Wow. Yes. Wow. It got to that point. Mm. I had to consciously mm. take it out because it's a thought that when it comes, it can even deprive you from thinking straight again. Mm. You know? And then if you enter the bus, you're suspecting everybody to be the potential. <laughs> I said, what kind of madness is this? Let yes, me just give that's this a phase. Down. Yes, that's so, so true. I had to lay everything down mm. at the altar and I told God, I said, whatever you have me do this season, just make sure I'm occupied mm. enough so that there will be no room for the devil to even mm. bring it up. Mm. You know? So, God being merciful, got the job as a teacher mm. and by the time I got into that field I now realized that God needs people there Wow! so in trying to do one or two things in the lives of the students shape the I, life of younger ones yes mm. I started parenting them Wow! so as I am now like last week there was a birthday party we went to and we were um we are trying to introduce ourselves. You know, you introduce yourself, introduce whether you're married or single, mm. how many children you have, mm. this one and that one. I stood up, I mentioned my name, I said, well, I'm unmarried, but mm. I'm, I'm a happy parent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of so many children. Joyful mother of, of many. Of so many children. Yes. You know, because the burden was on me to mm. really help these destinies, these wow. young destinies to find their feet okay and i found myself doing what most of the parents really doesn't have enough time, time to, do to do for their children mm. so that's occup being occupied with that like the bible will say occupied mm. like, like home. home that was it for me that was a mm. miracle for me mm. so i just settled with it and then there's this piece yeah that makes you not to bulge when you hear anything mm. you know just keep giving thanks wow this happens oh we thank god this other one happened oh we thank god 
peaceful, very, mm. very peaceful. Mm. You go to bed, you sleep, sleep well, sleep like a baby. <laughs> you wake up, you know, and move on, trusting God. Mm, trusting believing. God. Yes. Trusting God. See, when I say that Sister Grace is one of the singles that inspire me now, you know why. You know, just listening to you talk, Ma, is just sheer pleasure. And the interesting thing singles need to know is that even as a married person, there are seasons in your life that you have to still apply these same principles of encountering God's rest. If not, you will not even have that peace and rest even as a married woman. True. And if you don't pick up this culture of found, finding rest in God as a single person, when you get married, you, number one, you'll be shocked mm. because you'll be having so much expectation on your husband mm. to supply happiness. You'll be so surprised about the concept of marriage that you you're like, was it a scam? Mm. Do you understand? You, it will just be, a, it happens to almost, you know, every single young newlywed that I know, they're first of all shocked, like, wow, I had a lot of expectation. Yeah. So you just find out that if you have not cultivated your rest in God, yeah. that is a skill you need to cultivate. Marriage is a platform that might not even give you that opportunity to start developing that thing. It just needs to, do you have it, exhibit it. Mm. <laughs> because it throws so much at you that you'll be so glad you had the culture of yeah. putting your hands in the hands of God and going with him. You know, so Sister Grey, once again, thank you for being so open. I don't see any other way this conversation could have gone. This is Sarah's Kindred. And we have been talking about enjoying your single season as a Christian. And our guest today, Miss Grace Chukudi, has done an enormous job. The clarity, the openness has been so deep. If you're just joining us, I really want you to stay tuned. Because after this break, we are going to be answering some other questions like i said it's still sarah's kindred we're still on kingdom world radio and we'll want you to head on to all our socials instagram twitter facebook you can use our handle the kw radio let's hear from you what are what are the challenges you're encountering on your single journey that is hindering you from trusting god and really enjoying the moment like the englishman would say stop and smell the roses please stay right there good to have you back on sarah's kindred well i say this has been it has been a quiet explosive conversation this is still kingdom world radio and we have been talking about enjoying your single season emphasis as a Christian. Look, our guest, Sister Grace Chukudi, has done an amazing job. We had taken it from, she took it from, you know, talking about the term enjoying. Because some of us have an idea that enjoying is going for shopping spree. If I don't go to ShopRite every weekend, I don't think I'm enjoying my... If I don't, because we, the world now paints another picture. If, I, if I'm single, I can't go on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not enjoying my... Please, by all means, if you can afford it, please make sure you do enjoy your life. Travel. Do the vacation anywhere you can do it. But please, she has taken a good, her good time to really define the enjoyment. And we're going to move ahead in this conversation by really now painting a picture more practically as a Christian single, what this enjoyment should look like so that some of us will not get it twisted. We said that the process of enjoyment is a journey. There is not something you're born with. It's something you're coached into. So, Sister Grace, once again, you're welcome. Thank you, ma'am. So, this enjoyment, what, what, what is the picture that it should, it should be when you say a Christian is enjoying his or her life. What, what should we see? Is it that the person has money, the person changes clothes, cars, goes anywhere he wants to go? What should be the picture of enjoyment as a Christian single? Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. Mm, there's nothing that um, should take the place of peace okay and 
the time. Okay. The gift of time. Okay. That singlehood comes with. Okay. Even the richest people on earth, they still want peace. Okay. And time is so another true. thing that they try to buy. All right. Okay, by making other people do the work while they take their time and do what they, they really want to do. Yes. Okay. So, these are the two very, very important things I think a single person should harness. That gift of time and that peace of mind. You don't have children bugging you. Mm -hmm. You don't have bills, some bills to pay that you are thinking of how to do it. You don't have um, extended families, the in-laws and the wahala and everything that comes with it. So why won't you now cultivate, you know, an atmosphere? Okay, that's where I'm actually getting at. How we, we can enjoy, you know, this single season. Okay, like an atmosphere that's, that celebrates that time that you have. Yes. You know, okay. So, what a single person could actually do is to... I mentioned it earlier. You know, create an atmosphere for yourself. An atmosphere where you can develop yourself in so many things. You can develop your spiritual work with God because that's enough time you have then to really check what has worked in your life and what has not worked as a Christian. In fact, that's the tendency. That's when um, whatever we're saying, if you don't do it, of course, you're doing the other flip, the other, the other side, side of it. Yes, yes, yes. Because if that's not the time you're actually going for God, for the things of God, then you may end up, you know, deviating into something else. Mm. You may start practicing something else that you think is Christianity, but it's not. Mm. Like, I know um, those years when we were growing up, there was one of the days when somebody was sharing with me where she traveled to, how they were burning their candles mm. and the rest of them, wow. doing a lot of rituals in the wow. name of just settling down. Wow. And I was just thanking God somewhere in my heart for the peace that God gave me not to be moving up and down and drinking all the conconscious and Ew. doing all the nonsense just to get married. That peace of mind, there's nothing that can replace it. And you can't get it if you don't cultivate an ecosystem for yourself, a spiritual ecosystem where you really get to understand the word of God. You really get to understand prayers you really get to understand a lot of things have time for study have time if you say you want to do prayers nobody's going to disturb, disturb you. you you can pray all night yes <laughs> all right so so that is a good season that is how you can actually you know enjoy that season if you decide to cultivate you know to create an atmosphere that celebrates you know god and the things of god that helps you develop yourself career-wise. That's mm. the time you have mm. to develop, develop career-wise. That's the time you have to, you know, financial, your financial status. That's when you still have the time mm. to really say, okay, I want to build mm. this business to That's this extent. Mm. Okay, and you pay all the attention that is needed. Mm. Get the knowledge that is needed. Mm. So and even carry the brunt of the small seasons, like the scripture says that it's good for a young person to, to carry your body in when you are yeah, young. Yes, exactly. Mm. So and that's even the time when you can give yourself to service. Mm. To service. Yes, ma. Because yes. that's when a lot of opportunities for Come. serving comes mm. in any capacity and at any level. Mm. Could be family. Somebody could just call you over and be like, please. Come and take care of my children, mm. this one and that one. It looks like sometimes you won't really know it's an internship for you. Yes, yes, because yes. Because all yes. those experiences put together is what you'll be practicing when you are married. Married, yes. You know, and you could have opportunities here and there, you know, to do things voluntarily. Yes, okay? that's true. Bring, yes. So it's actually when you have the time to serve and to even make your mistakes. Yes. But most importantly, learn mm. from the mistakes. Mm. Because there's a point in life when you get to and you 
to be difficult for you to dare things. Mm. So it's, it's a period where you can actually make your mistakes and learn from the mistakes. I need, to, I need to say at this point that there are some errors you don't, um, that are too harsh for the platform of marriage. That you can, that you can I won't say it's, it's good, but it's better dealt with as a single. I knew that there were, there were prayer points I made when I was single. Like I said, God, I wouldn't want this to follow me went to my husband's house. And God helped me. So there are some things that should not cross over to your other season. So just to portray that, that's just so true. And then the, the, the one that was actually supposed to be my first point was to submit to God. Okay. Yes, that, that covers all I have said on how to really harness and enjoy, you know, a single season. Is it time to submit to God? The, the, um, the confusion outside there is mm. enormous. Yes. It's too much. Yes. It's too much. I have, there are married people that have gotten their dream husbands mm. and their dream children, but they're not satisfied. Yes. You know, so the confusion is too much. At some point, I'll be like asking, what else do you want? Mm. You know, you've, you got married to your type of husband and there's money flowing like that. Yet, there's this, you know, you're still not satisfied. You still want to come out from your house naked. You still don't know what to do with those children. <laughs> you still want to be... Uh, there's one cliche that... Is it... Um, um, uh, there's one cliche that mm. they use, usually say that they're still hot, something mm, like that. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're still hot. Mm. They're still in markets, mm. kind of. You know? The children, God blessed you with... Really no attention. Know, you don't know what to do, do with, with them. them. You know? And so, just like what you said, if you don't get it here, it will, have, it will haunt you when you get married. Yes, again. yes. It will be very, it will be more obvious. Mm. Now, you can make the mistake and fall and rise, and nobody will take you out. But then, in marriage, you have in-laws, you have extended family, you have a lot of relatives that you want to um, please. So, submitting to God is very, very important, because that is actually the pivot point. Mm that really makes all the other ones, mm. you know, is a pivot point that really kind of um, help you organize the other parts of your life, kind of help you organize things. Mm. Because if you don't submit, if you don't settle for God, you just keep jumping from one thing to another, trying things that will never wow. work. You know, at the end of the day, you really come to that point again. But let it not be that you've made the mistake into marriage mm. by the time you come to that point. Mm. And let it be that you've really relaxed for God. Mm. That's the only way to enjoy it. I can't really mm. see any other way. If you've not really told God, look, we're in this thing together. together. And where you lead me, I will follow. But I, I want to ask you, Sister Great, are you trying to tell me that this rest of God that you've cultivated, um, you know, by just following God, putting your hands in his hands, that this thing sustain you even when delay sets in in a strong measure, that it really steals, it really sees you through the strongest of delay, the strongest storms of delay when they come. That this this simple thing of following God and zeroing in on God is powerful enough to comfort you when the storms of delay really rage. If what doesn't kills you makes you stronger, what do you think wow. when Christ is in the picture? Mm. Christ is in the picture. He will just create a way. He said he leads him, he leads us in the path of righteousness mm. for his name's sake. He's the one leading. He leads you. Mm. So his, that is rest and peace is a way out. Even though you feel stuck in this, uh, like you said, you're in this category. Obviously, physically, there's no, it's looking like there's no way out. It's looking like your time is over. And you're saying that this rest is the way out. It's just the way out. Wow. He just creates it for you. Like, for my own case, like mm. I told you, he provided a kind of job mm. that could teaching job, if you are passionate about it, mm. could really make you feel like you're a married person. Yes, yes. Like a parent. Like a parent, yes. And I've done a lot of courses now based on that. Wow. When I was coming, I didn't see it. 
Wow. When I joined mm. the teaching profession, I didn't see that there's a lot here. So it was when I got there, I now started observing. I said, wow, there's a lot to learn in this field. You know, the differences with children, how mm. they behave, and the tones in their lives mm. when they start misbehaving and the rest of them, mm. and how to help them. Mm. I started, I had to start taking courses. It's a skill. Yes. Wow. I had to start taking courses on that, to know how to help these young ones. Mm. Since that's what, all I have for now, mm. let's occupy and do the job. Wow. Until it comes. Wow. Yes. And that's just the making of a really awesome mom. Like, I know by the time your ch children hit teenage age, people will just be wondering, you're such a super mom. Where did you learn all these things from? You know, look, I, I want you to speak to that lady that said, eh, I'm not burning any candle. I'm not doing any of these things. But eh, it's still, you know, they said I haven't helped those that help themselves. I just feel I should still help God. I'm still scouting. I'm still involved in some relationship. Eh, I'm still. What should we do to this misconception that we need to kiss so many princes or frogs before we get married? <laughs> <laughs> How can we arrest this situation? Like when you talk about peace. How do, I, how do you communicate that to a lady that has been in four relationships in the last two years and who says she's a Christian and she says she's waiting on the Lord? What do you have to tell this person? Praise God. Hallelujah. Your, our cases may not be that of a, a Sumerian woman. Mm. Our story mustn't look like that. To meet Jesus. <laughs> Having seven husbands, wow. you know, and yet saying I have no husband. Wow. You know, for you to have such experiences in the hands of seven men and that desire is still not met, I should tell you that it's a void that only God can feel. Can feel. That this is not the way. It is not just the <laughs> It's way. not the way. <laughs> it's not the way. Mm. So it's only God that can fill some void in our lives and if you discover that and stop deceiving yourself because sometimes we deceive ourselves we think okay let's give it another try mm. and another thing i found out in myself is that there's a level of grace i may not have mm. the grace of making a lot of mistakes <laughs> even though my name is grace but I know the ones I have. May you not recover from not having that grace. Amen. 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 So, some people, their lives, so some people have really gone through a lot. Mm. And the experiences are not good. When you are telling them, relax for God, and they said, no, let's keep trying. Mm. There's a level you get to, and if you don't have the grace to come out of that relationship, that's it for you. You just be stopped there. Mm. With all the wrong you know, memories and um, experiences now. You have nothing good to share to anybody. You can't even bless anybody because you are now bitter. Wow. Broken. Broken. And even if you, at the end of the day, you even meet a good man. You're, the you good man has married a broken woman. Yes. Hey. You have a lot to do. To deal with. To deal with. So, these are things you consider mm. in, you know, it's not like it's, it could be a game of chance. I don't know, but if destiny is involved, mm. it's better you pick the one that you know that will keep you together. Mm. In, by the time you are done with the experiences, you are all together. Mm. Your senses, your experiences yes. are, are things that other people can learn from. Mm. Some people don't have that grace of being broken mm. because once they are broken emotionally, they are wrecked. Shattered. Wrecked. Their destiny they can't fulfill. Mm. So many things are, are falling apart. Mm. You know? So th that was just it. If God, if you don't relax for God and decide to, you know, do um, study your scriptures and believe mm. the scriptures mm. that God is true. Mm. You know, whatever He has promised to do, He's He can do it. Mm. Okay? Then you go for the other option. Maybe if it serves you well, then. <laughs> Look, Sister Grace, I just want to, I really want to say this. There's this scripture that is in the Bible that said, my, my, my holy one will not see corruption. It was talking about that um, Jesus 
will not, you know, when he's, when he dies, he will not decay, you know, because he was going to arise. You know, it's a scripture I always share with the single one that this is the plan of God for you. That my holy one will not see decay. Why is it that so many single girls are encountering, no, they will not see corruption. That is it, you get into a relationship and you know that this is not a blessing. You just hit one trauma to another trauma from one level of corruption and decay to another. I said, and God is saying, I'm your father. That cannot be my will for you. So why don't you just stop? And I just said, this program cannot even end without us talking about unnecessary relationships. You know, some of, some, I want to, because I was single before, and even in my time, there's a, there was a misconception that, we, that was trending then that you actually go into some of this relationship to learn how to, you know, live with a man. It was trending, you know? So these are the lies of the enemy. You can learn how to le- live with a man from the word of God, from going for Bible study, from attending church services, by reading books, all this, you know, like Pastor Banky would say, experience is not always the um, best teacher. Instruction is, you know. So this is just a counsel for our singles to throw themselves into all that Sister Grace has really itemized today. Throw yourself into the process God has laid out for you mm. and not define your escape routes mm. by yourself. Thank you so much, Ma. That was just so such a blessing. Bless God. L- look, I want us to really talk about the issue of finances, even though I don't know whether we'll close on this question, but, you know, I, I really want us to be real because like you said, the single season is still a season where you really, you know, at times encounter smallness. At times you're out of job. You know, for a woman, she can stop work, the husband might be working. You understand? It's a time you find out that maybe the one, what you're doing is not bringing the kind of income that you desire. I want you to speak to the singles who are you saying you are talking about enjoyment. I've not paid my rents. And is God, is this God, is he still sufficient? Is Jesus still enough for that single who has put her trust in him even in the small seasons? Does the enjoyment of God only stop when the salary is good, when the single can go on vacation? Or is there a Jesus that still tells that single in the midst of slack and financial situations that I'm enough for you? Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, from my own experience, yes. what God taught me was how to abase and how to abound. Wow. And not to build my expectations by what is raining okay on the social media mm, okay or whatever is happening with families and friends and cousins mm. okay or colleagues mm. so if you learn that if god teaches you that you are blessed yes 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 because his promises will be sure wow he will not allow you to beg mm. yes you will not lack mm. the basic things you won't mm. lack it when you start having problems, is when you start building some expectations. Towers of Babel. That are beyond your uh, means. Mm. Okay? You go and rent a house you know you can't pay for. Mm. Then you start looking for maybe the sugar daddies and whatever mm. to come and help you foot the bill. Mm. But if your trust is really with God, it will make, it will make it possible for you to afford the basics. Mm. You know? It will help you afford life. Yes. To, the, to that extent. Yes, because you are, you are still growing. And of course, you are developing career, developing yourself. Bigger things are ahead. Mm. But for the meanwhile, learn how to abuse and how to abound. Okay. Get the necessary things you need for yourself. Mm. You don't have to go shop left and shop right. <laughs> you can go to where you can get things. Affordable. <laughs> So, for the fact that that's a season for you to... I told you where I teach. Okay. I started learning some other skills. Okay. On how to help these children. Children, yes. And if I'm done with learning those skills, that's another level of... Uh, another, you know, skill you can use to make money. Yes, that's true. Yes, because I started by looking at these children and I found out that there are some uh, deviations or deficiencies, mm. rather, that they have... And from whom nobody's giving this attention. Yes, ma'am. And I found out that people are really 
helping lives and making money out of it. Mm. I said, okay, let me learn how to help the student. Mm. I've not started making the money yet. I'm still working. And until God said, okay, it's time mm. to make money out of this. Mm. So it's the time when you need... Some people will not take up the job of teaching. Yes. Tell you it doesn't pay. Okay. And then that you'll be hearing they are out of job. There mm. are jobs around. Yes, ma'am. That could keep you mm. for that moment. You know? You know? So there's just a lot of things you can do. Online, there are a lot of free free trainings, mm. soft skills and the rest of them to learn and to fend for yourself. Mm. To the glory of God. I can't remember depending on anybody. Mm. Powerful. I can't remember doing that. Powerful. Thinking I should have a boyfriend mm. or a sugar daddy to sustain myself. Mm. I, it's not in my you know, vocabulary mm. to do. Mm. Okay? Or to do list. It's not there. God has been helping me, has been faithful, and learning, God teaching you how to abase and abound, help you, you know, to know when to, you know, be extravagant, even though it's not good. And when the seasons of abundance come, to still enjoy it, (laughs) to still enjoy those seasons, receive it with joy, and when the seasons of slimness come, you still adjust it. And again, there's this gift of... uh, having a place where you fellowship if you're a Christian. Yes. You very meet important. brethren there mm. that have interest in helping you mm. out. If really there's need. Need. Beautiful. Yes. So true. That's why we're the body of Christ. Yes. You just have to, if you can, if you can call, chat a sugar daddy or boyfriend or one guy you met in, on the bus going to Lagos and say, I please, can you just give me 20? You can as well humble yourself and come to your brethren yes. and put offering basket. Say, you push, you put small, small money. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's so true and that's yes. so powerful. Look, I want us to come full circle the way we started. You know, we started by, you started by telling us that enjoyment is a journey and that was so powerful. Now, we also said they are the beginnings on, of this journey. You know, when God, when you have seen that you have all your halotry and idolatry has failed you, and then you now take your hands and put into the hands of God. Now, I'm doing a summary. And then you now kick off the journey of enjoying God. Now, on this journey, we said that God starts changing your taste. You start falling in love with new things, which you have told us the face and the picture of what the single life ought to be. Now, I want you to speak to this single girl who has, who has heard you today and is, you know, has decided that, look, I'm, I, the next step is just for me to put my hands into the hands of God. And it's just like, how will I let this guy go? How will I walk out of this relationship? How will I enter into this journey of enjoying my life the way God wants me to, not the way I detected it? What is your encouragement? Because there's so many fears. You mean I'm not the luxury restaurants I used to enjoy, the shopping spree, the holidays are abroad, you know, and you're now putting me to this slim jacket, it appears, of enjoying my life God's way. What is your encouragement for this lady? Well, before my encouragement, my prayer is that may God frustrate you quick <laughs> in time. <laughs> early uh, the journey yes because if you don't get to that point, point. where you hit the rock mm. for some people it takes either God to intervene maybe they are sleeping or on their way to Damascus you know or <laughs> if it doesn't happen that way so my prayer whatever way God chooses to you know take you through my mm. prayer is that you get frustrated early, early. Mm. you you know you, like I told you it just dawned on me that I'm, I'm okay. Mm. I'm done with this. Mm. Because if that frustration doesn't come... They not come, come, yes. If it doesn't come, you keep moving and you may now... Like I told you, I, don't have the, I may not have the grace of having 10 experiences mm. and coming back to my senses. So if God does that, I think you are closer to the kingdom. To salvation. Yes. Mm. And then, okay. So that's an encouragement that if you see yourself being frustrated, just know that you have been invited into the journey of enjoying your life. So please take the invitation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how can we, just on a final note, just tell, just to encourage that girl, look, that sister, this journey you are about to commence, it is the way of life. 
it's just to say a word of encouragement to that sister. Okay. It is actually the right way, the best way. Okay. If I mean, if God has a plan for you, if you say that I have a plan for you, the plan of good to give you an expected a hope and an expected end. What other better plan would somebody have for you? Or could you have for yourself? Mm. Not even your husband. Mm. You know? Mm. So it is, one, developing trust mm. in the word of God. Mm. If you have trust in that word, then you stay put, you stay true. You stay true that journey. Like I said, there's a flip to it. Yes, there is. If you decide not to take this route. Okay? So, if God has a plan, why not just check out his plan? Why not just relax for that plan to manifest in your life? You know? Because he will help you. He will give you the peace that is needed for that season to be over. And give you the peace that you need for the next season. So, he knows beyond your present season. He knows your future. He knows everything. He knows, you know. So, the best is to relax with him. And allow him to take you through it. And it will really be a very joyful one. Mm, that's so, that's so beautiful, you know. For singles, it's not men you are looking for. It's one man you want to marry. And it's only God that can pull you to that man. So why don't stick with God? You know, I think what our sister is trying to say here today is desist or resign from being the author and finisher of your single journey yeah. and put your hands in the living God. Yes, yes. Look, look, we have been totally blessed from our conversation today. Sister Grace Chukudi, we can't even say it enough. This has been explosive. And I even want to, you know, encourage our listener to just head on to all our socials, especially our streaming platforms like Spotify and, and Apple Store and just listen to this, you know, this episode again look it has been wonderful just sitting down here having this conversation enjoying your single season as a christian we want to say a big thank you to our guests you have done justice well, to this you. topic personally i have been so blessed well, thank god i will also want to say thank you to our listener for joining us once again today this brings us to the end of today's edition but the conversation still continues on all our socials, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the KW Radio, and also all our streaming streaming platforms as well. You can also use the hashtag Sarah's Kendrick so that we can track your feedback. Till we meet again on another beautiful episode of Sarah's Kindred, continue to be full of joy and peace in all the seasons of your life. Amen. 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 Amen.